Hello everyone, this is Miss Smith again with episode two of Chat from the Stacks and I am calling this one Killer First Lines. Um, as I was getting ready for this week's podcast and book sharing, uh, first lines and first chapters sort of came into focus for me. Now I'm going to admit to you that I've been known to encourage students, more than one, um, who is challenged to engage with a book to give the author 25 pages or so to sort of reel them in. I'm also here to tell you that uh, for me, first lines and first chapters of books are crucial to helping me engage with the storyteller. A lot of books pass through my hands and um, if the firsts, both the first line and the first chapter, don't give me that feeling of needing to read more, I sometimes set the book aside and move on to a book that makes me feel that connection. So along with um, Don't Judge a Book by Its Cover, those of us in the book business or the library business have been told not to judge a book if the first chapter doesn't really light a fire under you um, to feel to make us commit to the book. Yet, um, according to the Huffington Post, all great authors know that a killer first line is almost more important than the first few pages. So what I thought I would do today, and with that in mind, I thought I would share some first lines from great books and see if you can recall the book and agree that it is exactly those uh, starting words that drew you into the author's world. So let's start with a children's classic. We all remember wondering what was going to happen in this story when the author started with, um, where's Papa going with that ax? And we were not able to put down the book with the opening line, there is no lake at Camp Green Lake. Then there's this favorite young adult book that simply starts with, once upon a time, there was a pair of pants. So how are you doing so far? Do you know these books? Do you know the first lines? One of my all-time favorites, and Snoopy's as well, is It Was a Dark and Stormy Night, the beginning of a classic children's science fiction story. And then there is this high seas adventure and historical fiction that starts with, not every 13-year-old girl is accused of murder, brought to trial, and found guilty. And of course, there are the dark tales written specifically for children with this warning. If you are interested in stories with happy endings, you'd be better off reading some other book. And finally, who can forget our introduction into the world of magic and wizardry with this simple but compelling first line. Mr. and Mrs. Dursley of number four Privet Drive were proud to say that they were perfectly normal. Thank you very much. Have you guessed them all? Do you have your own favorite first lines? I would love for you to share them, to try and stump the expert as it were. Here's my challenge for the week. Share your favorite first lines of your most unforgettable books with me. You can email me, you can record a short video and email that to me, especially if you wanna read a whole first chapter, but do not identify the book and author. Let's see if the librarians can. And for today, I would also like to share the first chapter of the book that I've read recently. The book by Padma Venkatraman is titled The Bridge Home and is the story of four children 
who find themselves living by courage, grit, and the security they find with a finding of family, people in whom they can trust and believe. Told in the form of a letter from Viji to her sister Ruku, the first chapter draws you into a vivid, sometimes scary world in which Viji spins beautiful stories and she and her sister try to survive on the streets of Chennai, India. And the first chapter is called Togetherness. Talking to you was always easy, Ruku, but writing's hard. Write her a letter, Selina Auntie said, laying a sheet of paper on the desk. Paper remade from wilted, dirty, hopeless litter that had been rescued, scrubbed clean and reshaped. Even the pencil she gave me was made from scraps. You really like saving things, don't you, I said. Crinkly lines softened her stern face. I don't like giving up, she said. She rested her dark hand, warm and heavy, on my shoulder. Why should I write, I said. It's not like you have her address. I believe your words will reach her, Selina Auntie said. We're opposites, I say. You believe in everything and everybody. You're full of faith. Yes, she said, but you're full too. You're full of feelings you won't share and thoughts you won't voice. She's right about that. I don't talk to anyone here any more than I have to. The only person I want to talk to is you, Ruku. Maybe writing to you is the next best thing. If you could read my words, what would you want me to tell you? I suppose you'd like to hear the fairy tale you'd make me tell every night we huddled together on the ruined bridge. The story that began with, once upon a time, two sisters ruled a magical land and ended with Viji and Ruku always together. That story was made up, of course. Not that you'd care whether it was true or not. For you, things were real that the rest of us couldn't see or hear. When I finished the story, you'd say, Viji and Ruku together? Always. I was confident. Our togetherness was one of the few things I had faith in. Thank you for listening. Have a good week.